look who's back with us on this Wednesday morning. He's here one day, gone one day. I, I don't make the schedule, Simi. I just go where <laughs> I'm told, okay? And uh, this I've been in this position before where I feel like I have uh, more than one, uh, I don't like to use the term boss, but I have more than one boss, right? Like I am accountable to you in this show, and I'm also accountable to the people who are like, hey, we need you to fill in for jazz today. Well, hey, you know what? Good for you, but I just thought that short turnaround for you. If you fill in for jazz, then you're up early in the morning to do this show. Yeah, that, but I do it because I'm committed, Simi. I'm committed to us right, and I'm to sorry, this. I'm, I'm sorry I gave you this opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to talk about how great to, you to are. To yes. myself. <laughs> because we were actually going to rant about something this morning that I know a lot of commuters out there would love to rant about too, and that is trucks hitting overpasses. I actually thought we were done with this story. I thought the last time this happened a few months back that that would be it because that last one was so egregious and that truck drivers everywhere would be like, geez, I better make sure my load fits under the overpass. Oh yeah. It was like a bridge hitting season and it felt like bridge hitting season was over. And then yesterday uh, at Dollarton, a truck hit an overpass and had at like seven o'clock in the, in the evening and uh, they had to shut highway one and it was a whole big mess. And of course now here we are again the next morning having this exact same discussion of how does this keep happening? happening and what what can we do about it and like you and I were joking earlier that it's like hey they post the height of the no bridges excuse. there's no excuse and my feeling now is that it's become so egregious that the only way to really get the message through is the next time this happens is to hit that driver and company with such a big fine that everyone else is going to go, oof, geez, I don't want that to happen I, to me. Yes, I totally think that, that that's right. And like we talked about, uh, we've had guests on the show before who have mentioned that like there are apps available to tell drivers how to avoid these bridges and stuff. But I think I just, I wanted to do a little bit more research into this because it does feel like it happens so, so, so much here and and recently. But that, I, I think like our, our, our uh, understanding Understanding of it on a larger scale is just a little bit skewed. We think it's worse for us than it is everywhere else. There are places where it's just as bad or really? or worse. Yeah. In London, Ontario, there is one bridge that gets hit five times a year on average. So like think every every two and a half months, this bridge and it's the same bridge, right? It gets hit. But what they've done there, Simi, is they have installed a system before the bridge. Like, you know, when you go into an underground parking lot and they have uh, these right. these metal things hanging down. So if you hit it, you'll still it won't do as much damage because it's hanging. Right. It's not like a, a permanent structure, uh, but you'll hear it hit your car. Um, so they have in, they've installed systems like this at this bridge in London, Ontario. And it says it's dr- drastically reduced the number the number of collisions. The truck drivers will hear it, you know, hit their truck and then they stop and turn around. So now they only get about, uh, you know, maybe one a year instead of instead of five a year. There are places in the States where it happens all the time. There are places in the UK. Uh, in the UK, they've had like over 1,800 overpass strikes over a period of two years. 1,800. Like that's, that's a lot. So it doesn't just happen here, but uh, people are coming up with different sort of solutions and ways to sort of fix this and stuff. I mentioned that metal pole thing. One company, is test out, testing out like a laser system. So like if you if you're driving and some for some reason you cut this laser, uh, lights will flash. Like you're gonna hit the oh, overpass. Okay, that's you know? good. So right. a warning like, system. Exactly. So you're saying we need to rather than just wait for common sense to kick in, 
we need to help people along. Well, it's kind of like as a parent of young children, I feel like it's part education and then also part you have to just sort of say, look, we the damage that's being done by this is inconveniencing so many other people that we can't just let it keep happening. Like it would be wonderful to like give tough love to these companies and these truck drivers until they figure it out. But the people who end up paying for that and all the other commuters who are delayed by this and like our tax dollars are being used to fix all. So yes, we definitely still need to punish and figure that out and stop it from happening, an ounce of prevention for a pound of cure. Uh, but we, I think we also need to like get involved and just say, like, you guys can't figure this out on your own. We're going to figure it out. We're going to put these systems in place. I appreciate that you are giving this context so that we understand it's not just us. Because we do have a tendency to think, we this is the only place where this happens. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. And interestingly, in the States, the standard for an overpass is 14.4 feet. Here in Canada, it's 13.6 feet. Oh, okay, that's a big difference. Yes. And the standard for height for a semi truck is around 13 feet. So like six inches variance here, almost closer to a foot variance in the States. And it still happens in the States. Wow. Okay. So obviously we can raise the overpasses like in the future as we build them. Sure. Yeah. But that's not going to help us with these ones that are already around. Like you mentioned this one in London, Ontario. I love this story. Yeah. It's called the Talbot Street Bridge. Correct. And yes. there's actually a local university student in London, Ontario who runs a social media account. Yeah. Talking about how often it gets hit, right? Yeah, like, oh, I got hit again. He referred to it as the bridge is always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more trucks. He, says it, he calls it a truck eating bridge. Yeah, and you would think that if you're a truck driver and this bridge is famous, you wouldn't go that way, but they still do. Okay, so what you're saying is that this happens, um, stupidity is everywhere. Absolutely, And yes. that we're, not, we're all kind of subject to doing this. So we, I understand that maybe we can maybe understand this is human nature. This isn't necessarily just a personal thing against our overpasses. <laughs> right, yeah. Like we're, it, it does happen everywhere. So we, you know, it's okay. But that I'm also not trying to make excuses for like, oh, it happens everywhere so we can just let it keep happening. You know, I think the number of people that were convenienced by it last night or inconvenienced by it, excuse me, last night, that, that sucks. I would have hate to hated to have been one of those people. We need to we need to work to stop it, but also like understand that it happens all over the place, not I just here. I really like that idea of the warning systems. Totally, right? And like I but I that's guarantee a lot of money che- too. I bet it's cheaper than repairing all the overpasses. Probably. But then this is all these overpasses are everywhere. We don't have the thing where it's one overpass that gets right. hit all the time. It's like they're all over Metro Vancouver. But Scott, excellent points. Thank you Thank so you. much for that. If you want to weigh in, uh, let us know what you think. Like, do we need more warning systems then? Of like if these overpasses are going to keep getting hit, do we need to do more to prevent that from happening rather than just focusing on driver education? 